0: You started your business to help others. Somewhere along the way, you lost the capability of doing it on your own. Imagine how much different your business would be with an extra $10,000. Would you pay your rent? Would you buy new equipment? Would you pay your coaches more? Would you pay yourself? What if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a, a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay, a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like the Phoenix, the Navy Seal Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better, do better, pay. and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with
1: the best hour of their day. Welcome back to best hour of their day. Today's guest, Ryan Wheeler, is owner of Classified Fit and one of our first members of Affiliate University. So welcome, Ryan. Thank you.
0: I am a little disappointed I wasn't the first. And uh, I know that was because I couldn't schedule
1: it on the first day because I was too busy that day. You were, I believe, the second person that signed up.
0: Yeah, because it was, I think you had the bookings. It was like there's Monday. And I was like, well, can't do that day. Tuesday, I was like, nope, but it's the first time available. I'm going to take it.
1: You, yeah, you were, but let me say this. You were the fastest person to speak to me and then sign up. I so I remember specifically when you and I spoke, and, and the reason I remembered it was a Tuesday because I got my haircut. And it, <laughs> it, it and that's how you know seldom I got a haircut. But I, I my hair was long from quarantine and I was like looking for a place to go. So we moved. And I remember you and I spoke, and as soon as we got off our call, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. Like I didn't have an appointment. You just kind of it's a barber shop where you show up. But on my drive to the barbershop, I saw that you signed up. So yep. and the barbershop's less than 10 minutes away. So between shutting my computer down, you know, getting in the car, driving, you you joined. So tell me about this. What other than the fact that I was just so convincing on our phone call. And and to be clear, you you and I knew each other a little bit through the coaches development course. So you mm-hmm. had kind of been working with me and taking the course, which you're still, you're still in the coaches development group, but what were some of the things that a initially drew you to just setting up that call? Let me ask you that first. What, what prompted you? Cause, cause let's be clear, clear to the listeners. You were all running, already running a very successful box in classified fit uh, in, in, in Yuba city, California, you were running a successful box, plenty of members, you know, paying yourself, taking time off, all that good stuff that we encourage people to do, you were doing already. So what then made you say, hey, I'm, I'm doing a good job, but I want more. So
0: I think the big picture for this one is I've been listening to you guys since you started your podcast. And I don't know, I can't remember how I came across it all that two years I ago, whatever it was.
1: You don't remember how you found the podcast? I don't
0: remember. It was, it, it was early on too. Cause you know, I I've, I've listened to every episode since. And, um,
1: since or but, ever did you go back and listen in the archives to all of the episodes?
0: Yeah. I've listened to all of them. The, uh, starting with number one, the, the introduction of yourself. I was like, Oh, this is a like kind of a gimmick, but uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: a gimmick, a gimmick, yeah. really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause you guys are just introducing yourself, but, um, like this is it was more of like hey, this is why you should listen to our podcast this is what we're gonna talk about um, and you have definitely over delivered on information well thank you so the knowing what you guys had talked about and discussed um, kind of led me to the you know signing up for your coaches development program and um, kind of recognizing that you two are have a very similar like-minded business ideas and concepts than I have myself. Um, So that's something I've really tried to uh, create or have is, you know, surround myself with people who are going to help me be better towards things that I want to strive for. Um, So kind of just being able to listen to the podcast, listen to ideas of like, hey, this is where you should be focusing. It was in line with where I wanted to focus. And that allowed me to really kind of make that ultimate decision like no this is going to be the best kind of coaching experience i can move forward with i
1: i love it i love the fact that you know we we set out to do that you know when fern and i initially started best hour we've talked about this it was literally just to put it out there we didn't dream of having affiliate university or coaches development it was just i think something we encourage many people to do whether it's a podcast or a business like Hit record I was thinking about it last night I don't know why in the middle of the night I was like trying to figure out when I started CrossFit and then I realized from the day I started CrossFit I opened my affiliate within like three months and this was before it was like CrossFit was a real deal you know it was more like no one knows about it it's underground and I think that's always been my motto you know we're just like jump in and done is Mm -hmm. better than perfect so I'm glad to hear that now what were your expectations when you set up the call? Were you thinking, you know, this is just cool. I'm going to get some some coaching or was it, you know, I, I, this is really going to help me level up?
0: Yeah. So it, I had done a couple of um, coaching, um, affiliate coaching stuff before uh, with other programs. And something that I really liked with um, what you guys were kind of, I don't know, leading towards or kind of, you know, as without putting the information out, like, hey, how, here's how we're going to fix things, is um, a really emphasis on developing the coaches, as well as an emphasis on uh, getting your members to be longer members, as opposed to uh, pushing for a ton of new members. So I think that is a big thing a lot of the other kind of markets do is like, hey, we need to get more members in your gym. Whereas with you guys, it was not a necessity of pushing for more members. It was a push for more retention of members. And that was kind of a big deal for me because I was like, I like my current members. I'm I'm not in a place where I can grow uh, astronomically. So it's not ideal for me to bring on a ton of new members.
1: Yeah, I think that's, you know, people often ask us, hey, like, what separates Affiliate You? What's different about this? And one of the the first things we, we tell them is, well, one, you know, we offer coaches development, which most coaching doesn't include, you know, most, most of these CrossFit affiliate coaches are like you said, Hey, he, we need to get you more members and they don't pay any attention to the current membership base, which is actually what's paying your bills. And secondly, in addition to coaches development, and I hope you feel this way as well, my I wouldn't say it's kind of our, you know, our slogan or anything, but I want the box to be fun again. You know, making affiliates fun again if you will, because I don't know if you felt this way over the years. You open a box cuz you love fitness, you love coaching, you love CrossFit, and then at some point along the way you burn out, and you burn out either because you're working too many hours or your members are driving you crazy or, you know, any number of reasons, but the point is I want you to wake up reminiscent of why you started for you in 2017 i know you started you know we just talked about it in our coaches development group but for the same reasons in 2017 as you are in 2021 and looking forward to 2024
0: yeah and uh, you know especially thinking back over the last couple months um and especially since the um, we had the, the coronavirus the community has or our personal community has grown significantly closer um we are you know we're wrapping up a uh a dodgeball during the open this week and, and everyone love, keeps asking them I love
1: they're like seeing hey, we doing,
0: yeah and they're great it's, they're like are we doing dodgeball next month i'm like uh, no we're not <laughs> not at the moment um you know mostly because i don't have the bandwidth to do it every single day but i have almost half my membership coming in on friday nights just to play dodgeball uh, and, or if they're not playing, they're just hanging out on the sidelines for a year, because that's what they want to do. Um, so it's, it's created a, a very fun cheering atmosphere, almost like a sporting event uh, that we're doing weekly.
1: Do you allow head hunting in dodgeball?
0: N- no, there's <laughs> no <they're> head hunting.
1: <laughs> I think I loved dodgeball at the affiliates. We used to play when you sent it to me, we used to play all the time and it's, it just makes your members feel like kids again. It's a great, great community growth. So, you get signed up. Talk to me about some of the major improvements you've had immediately. I mean, and and for the record, Affiliate University lasts six months. The first twelve weeks, the first three months are devoted to business growth. You know, we have six modules there where we go over everything from gaining clarity on what members you want with a brand heroes exercise and more to how you're onboarding your members to what their first 180 days look like. And then ultimately we dive into coaches development and then streamline it to really work specifically for your needs. But actually before you answer that question, give me some hard numbers. How many members are you up since starting?
0: Uh, So I think I believe I started around
1: 105 and I'm about one 40 is right now. So you've gained um, 35 members.
0: Yeah. Since we, since we signed up. Yeah.
1: That's incredible. Now for those listening, if you're an affiliate owner or coach that's about to share this, I don't want to say that we guarantee that we certainly don't guarantee it. You know, (laughs) It, it results may vary, you know, like any good infomercial, but I will say a lot of that is because you put in the work. I mean, affiliate university is not just like, Hey, one trick. And, all of a sudden, I have 35 new members. How, how much time are you spending daily, or at least were you?
0: Uh, so before, um, I was maybe spending hour, two hours working on just trying to developing little things, but most of my energy at that time was going to coaching and classes. Um, fortunately, since then, I've hired a new coach to uh, help with that load a little bit. So what's really helped um, with your guys' particular program is it's helped me redefine the processes significantly easier uh, before. So, and kind of taking a step back, even talk about the, the modules. Um, your the clarity thing was like super clear for me. I, I've done that process before multiple times with other programs, and it's like nope. For whatever reason, yours just clicked. The the wording with it was better. It's kind of like when you're coaching, you're giving a cue, and you keep giving a cue, and you keep giving, a cue, you keep giving a cue, and nothing fixes. But then the right coach comes along or maybe it's not a coach maybe it's another member that comes along and they're like hey why don't you try this i'm like thank you i've said that a billion times but you know it just kind of clicks um and i even think i said the uh, the brand hero thing um uh, that really helped me to find the clarity for you guys the way it was just written it was like oh these are the people i need to have in my facility and so because i knew what those people were i was able to of focus my efforts into that growth of those basically 35 people obtained
1: yeah and i think the brand heroes is one of the best drills we do it's early on you know and for those listening it's this idea of you know talking to four of your best members and not best members based on performance based on you know consistency based on how long they've been there based on the fact that you know they you put out a new t-shirt, they buy it, you have an event they show up for, basically the people you want more of at your box. And when you talk to them, you you start to hear very similar sentiments. And here's why I'm at classified fit. Here's why I'm at classified. And you start to realize, okay, these are the reasons they're staying, the reasons they're joining. How do I get more of those people? Cause it's not the people that are asking for discounts. It's not the people that you know are complaining during workouts. It's your very best members. So. That's always a a great drill for, for any, any box should be doing it, but especially when then we look at it, we assess it and kind of help you push all your marketing towards how do I get more of these types of people?
0: Yeah. And that's really what, um, me kind of just narrow it down. Like, Hey, this is where I need to focus. And it's not like I did any Facebook ads or anything to find these people. It was just knowing who I wanted to have in here um, and kind of getting members so you know, specifically the bring a friend week was a huge boost for us um, but because we were creating an experience for our members that was so amazing they could not stop talking about it and it's just slowly kind of you know drop people into the the process
1: yeah so let's let's dig into that you you had ran as probably the most successful bring a friend week out of everybody thus far. And, and I think this is where a lot of boxes go wrong. They're like, hey guys, by the way, you know, either A, bring a friend anytime, any day, any class, and your coaches aren't prepared for it. The programming is not made specific for newer people. Uh, and it's just kind of out there. It's one of those things where, oh, I can do this anytime. I'll do it next week, I'll do it next month. But with our bring a friend, we make it very specific, here's the week. We encourage the box owner and the, the coaching staff to adjust the programming, not make it watered down CrossFit, but just make it, you know, maybe we don't do snatches and muscle ups that week. Maybe we keep it a little more simple kettlebell swings, box jumps, you know, burpees, et cetera. But your, your current membership base probably doesn't realize it. And then we also put that time frame on there saying, hey, it's this week. We talk about it. We give you. We give out referrals, you know, to both the referee and the referrer, if you will. So when you did your Bring a Friend week, how many new people did you have come in?
0: Uh, so I think I ended up having, I think it was 35 people
1: that made it into that week. 35 people that had never been in your doors before?
0: Yep. 35 brand new people. And, and, and of,
1: those, of those 35, how many joined?
0: I had 10 join. Uh, I still a couple others that I'm working with, but for me, it's not about pushing them, you know, I'll be here when they're ready. Um, and I think that's a lot of things. A lot of times we get rushed into thinking we need to hurry to get people in the door when we can't, you can't force in a relationship, if that makes sense. It doesn't, yeah. that will end up badly yeah. for everybody.
1: One of the things both Fern and I like to say is, you know, a no isn't a no forever. And I think you are one of those boxes that you had people join right away that week. And then you continue to reach out just slowly over the last month or two. And you see that they trickle in. Not everyone's ready to join the day they show up at your box. And that's a mistake a lot of box owners make is applying too much pressure there. Where it's like, hey, you got the address. You've been in the doors. We've met. We'll still be here when you're ready and because you didn't put that pressure on them you you saw a lot of them wind up continue to come in weeks later
0: yeah i because I, I had one person who was um went on a two-week vacation the second they came in i was like hey as soon as you come back from your vacation let me know like we'll come in sit down and we'll get you signed up and they were just like oh that's, that's all i was like yeah it's as simple as that i'll be here i'm not going anywhere
1: yeah, this isn't a Globo gym where they're going to pay $19 and you don't want to see them again. You know, they're going to pay a, a fair value, a fair price. But with that comes the expectation that, hey, you're going to show up. And speaking of prices, another thing you work through is, is a rate increase.
0: Yeah, so I we've, we've done the rate increase just before I signed up with you, But, you know, we um, we're – we refined the process into being more transparent. I guess is the best way to to, to place it uh, to get everyone to the same exact scenario. That way, we don't. I don't have people all over the blank field um, with, uh, with the weird options and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, we. You know, you you were already pretty dialed in when it came to that. But even the most dialed in box has a discount here, a discount there. Is it and was it nerve-wracking whenever you reach out to your members to say, hey, this is your rate, but by the way, effective this day, it's going to be, you know, 165 or 175.
0: Yeah, I mean, every time you send that email, um, and I think a lot of it comes from, I see these people daily. Uh, I have a very close connection with them. So it's kind of awkward being like, hey, I need more money in order to go live my life. But at the end of the day, you do have to recognize like, this is a business. And if this business is not here, then there's no place for you guys to be. Um, you know, it's kind of like recently I was reading a story about um, something that has to shut down on the Island of Hawaii. Um, and they're, they're going to lose like 270 jobs. It's Like, yeah, that's what happens. You know, it's the same thing. If our CrossFit gym shuts down, all those people have nowhere to go because there's not enough money coming. in.
1: Yeah. I think that's really, you know, something that's, mind-blowing to me not only did fern and i start this amidst the pandemic but you know all of you all of the affiliate you members were doing the same thing and we had so many people i mean california was on some serious uh, restrictions wow. and continues to be to some extent but we've had people sign up all over the world that are still locked down and i think that's really No different for for you, the people that we're coaching to find the brand heroes. We do a lot of the same things ourselves. And you are one of our brand heroes. Like, who do you want working with affiliate? You? Well, I want someone that realizes I need coaching and also realizes, you know, there's no best time. Whether I'm shut down or whether I'm thriving, we all need coaching. And I think that's why it's kind of like an unfair sample size, right? Like if we have, you know... 30 or 40 affiliates working with us, but they happen to be the hardest working affiliates. They happen to be, you know, those that are willing to invest in their business, whether it's a growth period or they're shut down. So I think, have you learned, you know, you've been open for coming up on four years now. Have you learned that as a box owner, you need coaching?
0: Yes, 100%. And, you know, I related to, um, coaching in class is i want my athletes to have an experience that they are always going to come in they're going to learn something new they're going to have a great workout and they're going to have a great time just in class so those are my three boxes they check that every time so if i expect my members to pay for coaching because that's what i'm delivering then i need myself to go out and get a coach in order to continue to thrive and better um you know it doesn't have to be a coach in the fitness industry, but there should be some sort of aspect where it's like, hey, what are you doing to better yourself? Um, because you you can't mirrors aren't always there to show you what you're doing wrong, especially if you're doing it correctly um or incorrectly for that matter. So we need to kind of seek out someone to evaluate how we're doing what we're doing and kind of uplift whatever that looks like or modify it a little bit to make those tweets to make it better
1: well, well speaking of that you happen to have a pretty solid crew at classified fit i know you've hired someone new since our time together but how much has working with fern and myself and affiliate university helped not only you as the leader of those people but helped facilitate the growth of that coaching staff because i think that's where there's a tremendous disconnect amongst most box owners. Like maybe they're even getting coaching, whether it's leadership, whether it's you know business coaching, et cetera, but it doesn't trickle down. And you've done a really nice job of, of letting it trickle down. And we forget if someone's coaching CrossFit, they're really doing it because they're passionate about it. It's rarely for the 20 or $25 an hour they're making two hours a week. It's because I love this thing you know, I have a full-time job. I'm not ready to do my own thing yet, but I, but I want to, I want to coach. But along with that comes the assumption that, Hey, I also want to develop and most box owners aren't doing that. So what has been some of the benefits with growth of your staff and, and the coaching staff?
0: Yeah. So I think a couple of things are, we're, we're definitely running a better overall class experience. So the idea that, um, all the classes are very similar in um, in structure with our with our coaches. You know, obviously, each coach is going to have a different uh, style of how they're going to deliver classes. But um, when the class, you know, when classes people show up, they expect class to run on time. They expect to uh, understand what they're going to do for the workout. They expect to be taught how to do the movements uh, at our facility. At least, uh, you know, others might be doing differently, but our expectation is the same for everybody. So, you know, we're, we're running it like a, like a major corporation. would. Like, hey, here are the procedures for opening this restaurant. This is how, all the boxes that need to be checked. Like, if we're making a, a Big Mac at McDonald's, it's got to have, you know, these all these ingredients on it. And it's got to be every single time, every single location. And that's our, you know, goal for each class of our coaches is to be able to create that same, we check those boxes every single time in order to, have that same experience and then all we do is change the workout uh and change the jokes to make it a more enjoyable
1: day did you say change the jokes
0: yeah change the jokes can't use the same jokes every day
1: you know depends because i can use the same joke if i'm rotating which classes i coach
0: yeah well you can use it for the day or definitely if you're making fun of a member for a week because they did something funny early on that's that's a good case
1: Yes, well, it's always a good sign if you can goof on your members. That means they're they're good members. So it sounds a lot like affiliate U has helped you really professionalize that aspect. You were already doing a pretty good job of it, but but yeah, I think that's something again overlooked by a lot of affiliate owners. Is I do you know the reason McDonald's or Burger King or Pizza Hut is so successful is because people want to be able to show up whether they're in you know Yuba City or Colorado or Japan and get a Big Mac. And I think we forget people want the same experience at a CrossFit affiliate. They might come to Ryan's class versus Jason's class versus Fern's class and know that the jokes are gonna be better in Ackerman's class than Fern's class or you know those types of things. But at the same time, they wanna know, man, class runs on time. This guy's gonna tell us what our expectations are at the whiteboard before class. You know, he's gonna help me determine a great scaling option should I need it. Uh, I'm gonna have an understanding of what the workout entails and some good strategy, all of those things. And and I think for a lot of box owners, whether they just don't realize they're not doing it, they're too busy to do it, or they just don't think it's important, that gets overlooked. Then all of a sudden the box down the road, you you know, we talk about what separates you and it's like, okay, coaching, community, programming. And that's not really the case, but that's what makes a box down the road. Hey, they're cheaper. They're this. And you don't realize it's because you're not giving the value needed for your membership. And also why so many people are afraid to increase their rates. If you're giving that value, you have no fear of increasing your rates because you're like, hey, I'm worth it.
0: Yeah, well, I always like to increase my rates all the time, but that's not ideal scenario. You yes, have to be careful for sure. with
1: it. yeah yeah right. so you, you, I mean,
0: you, I, and you are I, at you the say top top. all the time you say all the time but it's like no there has to be you have to deliver that next level of value um, and you have to you have to definitely check these boxes so I think you guys have done a really good job of you know saying like hey you need to deliver in value areas before we consider making that next step uh, or like hey these are the spots you need to improve on and then we can make that next Um, I think a couple of the boxes you have been working with, they need to increase it before they got to the next step, but like, Hey, here's how you show that value that you're over delivering, um, and creating that great experience.
1: Yeah. It's just laughable to me that so many boxes are like, Hey, what's, what's your biggest strength or what separates you? Or, you know, what would you say to a member that is interested in joining? And they're like community. And then they're afraid to increase their rates. And my attitude is if your community was that strong and look, we're not talking about a 15, 20, $30 increase. I'm talking $5, $10 a month, Mm -hmm. you know, which, you know, in fairness, you know, $10 is $10. But Mm -hmm. my point is if your community was that good, they wouldn't bat an eye at the fact that you're increasing them the price of a coffee.
0: Yeah, and I think, and this is something psychological for people is we see those bigger increases, like the $5 increase or the $10 increase. You're like, what? what is this? But if you went and increased the price of a food by 5 cents, it's the same percent increase. If you, if you went and increased a car by uh, $1,000, it's the same percent increase. People don't really bat an eye as much at that. Um, but for whatever reason, especially in the gym atmosphere, I think it's mostly because we have to deal with the global gyms where they're like, oh, hey, it's only 35 bucks a month. Um, but, you know, you're not getting anything for that. That's, it's a perception that we have to change for the clients. And I think that takes a lot of effort and time as well.
1: Well, and I'll tell you what that really comes down to is affiliates showing the value. You've clearly demonstrated the value at your box. Because if somebody stops at Starbucks on a daily basis, and tomorrow they go in and Starbucks raise them prices a dollar, A, they probably wouldn't notice but B if they did notice they'd be like oh I guess they're charging me an extra dollar that's $30 a month right we're talking $5 here but for so many affiliates it's this fear of increasing and what we tell them is if you're afraid of that you're not providing the value because every time I've increased my rates in the past and Fern with his I'm like hell yeah we're increasing because we're you know our coaches are getting better you know we think of things like well I can only increase if I buy and I mean you just bought what, eight new Rogue Echo Bikes? Yeah. You know, no big deal. But they're like, oh, well, how can I increase if I only, you know, if I'm not demonstrating this value with with equipment? Equipment's a very small part of it. It's, it's really the development of your coaching staff, but also just the professionalizing of everything you're doing. And, and that's what you're doing there at Classified Fit. I mean, it's a legit experience every time someone walks in.
0: And that, yeah, part of the problem with buying equipment, too, is eventually you run out of space. It's, you know, it doesn't, yeah. you're limited. So it's not or something that's not a revolving more, door. Right. Right, That would be nice. I'd love to have that problem.
1: And you, I don't remember, did you incorporate our um, equipment fee this year?
0: Yes. Yeah. That was how we assisted with the bikes.
1: That's right. So, you know something that we talk about that we help boxes implement is a, an equipment fee which is just an annual fee typically $50 per household meaning if you have a family they only pay it once uh we we do offer it potentially as optional the first year that you implement it but you know that $50 fee if you have 105 members like Ryan does you have like you know all of a sudden we have $5000 or more to put towards equipment but then here comes the big you know catch with that is like Ryan, you actually have to do it. And we, all, we often say, hey, take a picture of the receipt because I can promise you, the eight Echo bikes Ryan bought was more than the equipment fee.
0: Yes, it was significantly more. Um, and you know, funny story in that, especially since the uh, COVID, everything's been slowed and delayed. So it took me almost 10 weeks to get the bikes um, from when I ordered them. So a couple of other things came in during that time. Um, we had some extra whiteboards and uh, one of my members asked if that's what we spent $6,000 on When's the whiteboards. And I'm like, Oh,
1: not quite. <laughs> we, I had taken time off from coaching myself because of, you know, having the baby and I went back the other night and there was this brand spanking new whiteboard, which I was super pumped about because when I left we use Wattify here at the box Ralston Creek CrossFit, but man, I missed the whiteboard brief. I missed I think every box, regardless of what you use, needs a whiteboard. But anyway, I said to the class, all three classes that I coach, I said, a whiteboard is one of those things as a member you don't appreciate until you have to buy one and you realize how expensive whiteboards are. I mean, if you get a good one, you can go to Home Depot and get a shower board and, you know have to spray it down and have to use a lot of elbow grease every time you want to erase it. But if you get one of those good whiteboards that erase easy, that's a few hundred dollars. It's you know yeah
0: and I especially mean, when you're opening it's uh it's an expense that you're like oh hello I did not expect that I mean it's yeah. it's more expensive than a television now to 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 get a whiteboard. That is yeah. not a joke. You can, I could can get a probably a 30, 40 inch TV for cheaper than I can get a whiteboard.
1: Yeah, TV prices are going down, you know, I'm going to start putting my money in uh, whiteboard.com and investing in it. You know, because it's, hey, the world is always going to need whiteboards. If you're listening to this right now, it's because you're a fan of best hour of their day and probably me, but not so much Fern. That tends to be the norm. But if you are listening, we just want to ask you for one favor, please support us on Patreon. Patreon is where we put some bonus episodes up. It's really the only thing we ask for. We've been doing this podcast for two years now and we do it because we have a love for fitness. We have a love for helping others, a passion for developing other people and helping them become the best possible coach that they can be. And and we do it because we love it. We don't ask for anything but we are asking that you support us on Patreon. It's $6 for the price of your fancy frappuccino with hazelnut syrup or whatever it is you get over at Starbucks. You can support the show. And as we get more and more supporters on Patreon, by the way, it's patreon.com forward slash best hour of their day. We're going to be adding even more. Right now, it's a free bonus episode where we answer all of your questions, but we plan on putting so much more out there, exclusive and early content, access to things that you know everybody else doesn't get. So once again, we don't ask for much. So if you love the show, if we're helping you, chances are if you listen to this show and you're a coach or a box owner, we've helped you make way more than $6. And not, not only that, we've helped just make your life better, whether we entertain you or whether you've implemented many of the awesome things we talk about here on the show. Check it out. If you don't, you know what? You can keep listening to the show. You can keep tuning in on a regular basis. Yeah, we put three episodes out every week. You don't have to support us on Patreon. We still want you to listen, but if you can, we appreciate it. So in addition to, you know, generating new members. And, and you're in this unique position where we've actually had this stuck conversation a few times where we're like, I can't really take on any new members. Mm-hmm. So what has, how has that impacted your, your day-to-day and just your, your overall mindset when it comes to the box?
0: So you know, stepping back into why I don't feel taking on more members is appropriate is because I'm still building that relationship with every single one of them. And, um, as that plate grows, I can only give so much energy towards the person. So I don't want to get to a point where I'm able to not give the energy to all the people that need it. Um, but because I'm there at that point, it's, it's very, it's very easy to kind of settle into making sure everyone's having a really good experience. Uh, at the end of the day. So, you know, I'm, I'm not capped yet, but we'll definitely approaching a level where it's like, okay, Hey, this is the amount of people I can handle until I create, you know, a couple more, um, processes that allow me to handle more people. Um, such as like the ambassador program, that's going to be a big help in, in helping get more people involved. Um, because it's going to take a little bit off my plate to make sure my members are always having the best experience possible because that's really what it comes to at the
1: end of the day yeah and and for those listening our ambassador program is all about taking some of your best members and almost using them as i always call them sherpas for for your new (laughs) for your new signups like hey i'm going to help you through these first few classes i'm your sherpa you know i'm your ambassador you know it's not that they're coaching but it's like hey show up on time and you know, we 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 gather around the whiteboard. Then we do a warm up, and that's where the kettlebells are. And you know, here's here's how you put a. You know, the people that don't know, hey, you can't have that much weight on one side of the bar and not the other; or it's going to tip. Like things that we learned, you know, back in the gym as teenagers. Some people never learn. So, what what is something you use to kind of analyze and just critique yourself on the the product you're giving? Because, like you said, your goal is, hey from the, I wanna retain these members. That's a big mistake we've discussed earlier on. So many box owners are like new member, new member, new member, where there's that expression of, you know, it's a lot more expensive to get a new member than retain an old member. And we actually teach, you know, outside of these bring a friend weeks and and other referral programs. If you can just get two or three new members a month, but with a very big, but retain everybody else, you're gonna grow 36 members this year. So what are some of the things you're doing to always check yourself and say, hey, did I do a good job? Obviously, you can you know, do an export of your membership base, but what happens on a day-to-day basis?
0: Uh, so on a day-to-day, it's getting out, especially now because I've hired another coach to work um, classes, I will try to at least make an appearance around the time classes are going on, just so members can see I'm still there. So they don't feel like, oh, they're just being abandoned. Um, you know, because I'm still the captain of the ship and everyone wants to know, make sure the captain's still driving the ship at the end of the day. The uh, so if I don't see them, I um usually will try and contact with them um within at least a week. So if it's somebody a member I haven't seen in a week, I will reach out maybe by text, maybe by email. Uh, just to be like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Uh, you know, I saw you did really well in class or Hey, I saw you haven't been to class just kind of checking in make sure you're here. Um, so following up with those members to keep them engaged is, is kind of the crucial part. And I think that's something that they don't expect from a gym. Um, so where they're, they're getting that attention.
1: Well, and I think, we had a recent episode about working on versus working in the business. And that's an exceptional demonstration of just that. You know, you still, first of all, something we haven't touched on is you were coaching what? 80 hours a month when we started? Uh, No, I was coaching 120 hours a month. Oh, 120 hours a month. And and let's be clear. You've given yourself a pay bump, I'm assuming, right? We've talked about that. You you know, you have 35 members, you bought new equipment you're you're taking vacations you're taking time off how many hours are you coaching a month now
0: about fifty hours a month the last two months so February and March are the first time I've ever taught less than a hundred classes in a month
1: right so you've cut your hours working in the business by over half mm-hmm. while growing the business and I think it's very important for people to recognize that it's you are probably the best coach at your box. You know, I hope your coaching staff isn't listening, but you know, you've been around a long time. Well, you to be three. fair, I do have my
0: level three, thanks to Jay, right? So
1: yeah, I mean, let's be clear. I helped you, you know, prepare for that. You <laughs> took my, if anyone listening that wants to prepare for their level three, check out the coach's development course. But you kind of you kind of slid into that level three. And while doing that, even though you are the best coach, you pulled yourself off because you can only grow so much as the guy in the business working 120 hour. I mean, that's 30 hours a week of coaching, which in my estimation is really like 60 hours a week of work as far as uh-huh. band, bandwidth and energy, et cetera. We've talked about that. So now I'm also guessing it's a lot more invigorating, exciting and fun for you to be on the floor coaching
0: yeah, it is. I I noticed I have significantly a lot more energy. I'm able to deliver a much better class. Uh, you know, I did that for basically three years, coaching a hundred plus classes a month. So, and that was early morning classes all the way to late evening classes. And um, you know, there's some of those classes where you're just like, all right, I'm here. We're gonna get after it. But uh, I think the energy levels have definitely increased for all the coaches. Um, because we're, nobody has to do so many classes on a day that it saps you of not being there. It's just, it just makes it exciting to work. And that's,
1: you know, really what we want to do is
0: we want to have a, an environment that encourage you, encourages the employees to want to be here. Um, something that they're like, yes, this is I love to do this because if they want to carry that forward to the members, um, that energy level is going to be huge.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine it's helped your personal life as well, your your relationship with your wife, your kids, et cetera. Just, you know, whether it's, I'm not at the gym as often, which was not necessarily what we're su- suggesting, but I would also say it's more about just, you know, filling your cup and your energy, you know, you're giving yourself time to, to do the things you love as a box owner, but also do the things that were the reason you opened a box, which is so you can work out. And so you can, you know, be of service to other people, all things that's hard to do when you're committing to one hundred and twenty hours a month of coaching, because like we've said, one hundred and twenty hours is not one hundred and twenty hours. Just time, it's probably more like one hundred and fifty by the time you show up early, stay late, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm sure there were many days you would go home brain dead from coaching too many hours. Yes. Plenty, and yeah.
0: My my wife is significantly happier now that I'm home at least um, every other week. And, so we could eat dinner together. That's the first time ever. I think, uh, so like two months ago, she's like, yeah, this is the first dinner we ever had on like a weeknight um, at home, because we moved into our house um, basically right as I opened the gym. Um, It's the same exact time. So we had never had a dinner at home because it's always a class going on.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great feeling. And again, it goes back to something I said earlier. Yes, we want any affiliate that works with us, to potentially you know, increase their gross revenue, but that's not what it's about. I would rather you make the same or even less money, but enjoy showing up. And we've had boxes where it's like, hey, you need to get rid of some members because they're stressing you out and you hate your affiliate. Like, we know why would you open a business you don't want to be at? Let's get rid of those members, take a short hit in your in your revenue. But no, if I get rid of those three members, it's actually going to wind up getting me more members. Because if I don't like them, most of my membership base doesn't like them as well; they're just not willing to tell me that, and then also allow you to spend you know and you say every other week because you do a rotating schedule with your with your staff, so you do a morning week mm-hmm. an evening week, but whether it's that or whether it's you know I take off Mondays now or I you know have this day off because my child has gymnastics, whatever it is, that's the true goal, and I think that's what separates affiliate you from tons of other affiliate co- i mean not to mention the fact that we only work with crossfit affiliates we've turned down plenty of boutique style gyms because we we only want to help crossfits
0: yeah and i think that's a there you know we were slightly biased you and i you know especially because of how we make our livelihood with crossfit um, but it it created the industry you know it it paved the road for all this to exist and happen and it's kind of a shame that so many people have turned away from it um, when it is so beneficial and crucial and helpful to developing people and just building a better life. Um, You know, obviously we could speak on that because we have that experience, but I have, I can't tell you how many members that if I could just show them three months in advance, what they're going to be or how happy their days are going to be, how much they're going to, you know, even they're going to hate the workouts, how much they're going to love coming to gym and they've never been to the gym in their life, they would sign up before we even had a conversation. If I could show them that what it was like in three months.
1: But the cool thing is you don't need to show them because you're doing such a good job with your members. And this is something, you know, I, I learned from Coach Glassman way back when. And, and it's I don't pay for marketing, but I have an army of marketers that do it for me. And I think that's where the disconnect lies for a lot of affiliates, you know, oh, we're going to teach you how to do Facebook marketing or we're going to do watered down CrossFit. We're going to do boot camp, We're going to do all these things to get you new crappy members instead of saying, hey, whether it's a hundred like Ryan had or 50, like you may have today, hey, we're going to get you 50 amazing members that won't shut the F up about classified fit or your, you know, insert affiliate name here. And by a year from now, you're gonna have a hundred members. Yeah, it's gonna take you 12 months, not three months. But guess what? If you do it in three months, it's like weight loss. It's a matter of time before you gain it back. It's a matter of time before they leave. I've seen it before. You know, when I was in Florida, I was at a box that was turning over these boot camps and they would just be these terrible members. And they weren't bad people, but they'd be like, uh, what's a thruster again? I'm like, you did this thing yesterday. Like we never done it before. No, no, no. We did it, you know, during, you know, this workout, you show up once a week. That's why you've not done it. So that's mm-hmm. what we want. And again, it goes back to just being fun. That's why I opened my CrossFit to begin with. It was a big rager that I couldn't wait to show up. I mean, I didn't have to show up. I just enjoyed it. So let's talk about one more thing, Ryan. You are one of the few affiliates that I have not convinced yet to just buy programming. You still like to spend your time, effort, and energy on writing your own programming. So talk to me about why you do that.
0: So, um, reason number one is because I was coaching all the classes, essentially, it was essentially my lesson plan. Like I knew like, okay, when I wrote out the workout, I knew how it was going to run. I knew how long the timelines were going to be. Um, I knew what we needed to warm up. I knew what we needed to cool down. So when I wrote it, it was, it was all ingrained in my head. Like, hey, I know what's coming. Um, I know how this should feel. Now, kind of at a point where I'm not coaching all the classes, the, what I look for with my programming is weaknesses. So if we as a member base have a weakness in this area, I can quickly make that transition. And I don't think with buying programming, I can make that transition quickly. So, you know, for example, um, the, um, uh, things that we do, like I have, you know, 80 to 90% of my member base can do a double under, um, because we practice that almost weekly. Uh, it's like always programs so like, Hey guys, we're only doing 10, 20 double unders in this workout. Um, but the, uh, and they also can, I have a ton of members who can do handstand pushups, more members than I've ever seen, you know, because I've done CrossFit before I opened that allowed, because, because I programmed that stuff in to work on those high-skilled gymnastics in particular orders, that also creates that element of creating those or getting rid of weaknesses. I think the biggest thing um, with it was when I took my level two, the challenge was, hey, see how fit you can make your members by doing the one workout a day programming like com does. And so I've taken that challenge and I've really seen like how creative I can be because I, I love it as a creative element. Um, I love the creativity of it. I love trying to figure out how to make little puzzle pieces fit. And uh, for that example, I don't actually like puzzles, but I do <laughs> love the puzzle pieces of the programming. Um, to make people better and at the same time make people have a really good class experience because finding there's a lot there's a big difference between the workouts that day programs for the open which are not fun everyone hates them they're not enjoyable to programming workouts that will make you fitter and are also really fun to do that's a and that's a fine line of, of knowing your member base as well as you know figuring out the things that you get better at
1: yeah, and I'm all for it, for the record. I kind of, you know, go back and forth if you want it, because I do recommend for any box, you, you have a finite amount of time, effort, energy, et cetera. There, there's other... It's one of the few things you can outsource slash delegate mm-hmm. for a reasonable cost. I mean, dot-com is free up to... I'm sure some of these programming companies are charging $200, but it's done for you. But I love the reasons you referenced.
0: And I would agree that I think most gyms, if not almost all of them, should be outsourcing programming. Uh, just due to the fact that it is time-consuming. Uh, it also is something that, as long as the programming is, I would say, CrossFit in nature, then you're going to make it better. Uh, you know, there are some programming programming options out there that aren't necessarily the best. I that was one of the reasons I opened my box was I was doing programming that was not intensity based. If you, uh, it's probably the best way of describing it. So that really, um, took my, my fitness, uh, diminished it significantly. And so, you know, that's another reason why I might have a little bit of a control over it because I know like, Hey, that intensity element is so important with it. um, that I understand it from an athletic point of view, um, as well as a coaching point of view. So I always tell my, uh, my athletes, there are three people. There's Coach Ryan, there's Programming Ryan, and then there's Athlete Ryan. Coach Ryan just does what Programming Ryan creates, and Athlete Ryan does not want to do what uh, Programming Ryan does. Uh, because it, I know how hard that intensity element is supposed to feel when I write it. Um, so being able to set up with different people, um, that way there's no bias into how I pick workouts um, when I do them. It,
1: for all of those reasons, I, I love the fact that you do it. And for the record, I don't think a box should just jump to it. If you're a new box owner, I think there is a lot to be gained by doing your own programming, experimenting with it and, this is the one you know thing I tell every box owner, whether they're, regardless of who they're purchasing it from, is they don't know your box, they don't know your members, they don't know your equipment, they don't know anything about anything other than this is decent programming. You now, Ryan, because you've put the time, effort, and energy in over the last four years, can assess, hey, you know, this looks good, but I would tweak this, or this looks good, but we don't have enough rowers. I think that's a mistake boxes make is like blindly following programming. And it's like, did you not think, like we had running in a workout here the other day and it's like, did you see the snow on the ground? Like, it's cool that, you know, these guys in California program running, but here in Colorado, it's icy, you know, and granted we wind up changing it, et cetera. But, you know, you need to be aware of that stuff.
0: And that's kind of the, one of my, holdbacks I guess you could, could say it would be if I see something and I need to change it, it's it was the same amount of energy as if I had just written the week's worth of programming. Um especially and that's only because I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable with it. Like that's not true. Like I can think back on the days I'm like, man, I was not good at this, but we still got fitter. Um it, and that's just going to show you like hey, as long as you have that intensity, uh, any workout will make you fitter. But now there's a drastic step up in and um, how those members experience it. I know every single day they're like, that was a good workout. I'm like, I know, like, <laughs> I guess they're all good workouts. The, the difference is um, which member says it because they enjoy it differently kind of throughout the week.
1: Well, let me ask you this then. I have a couple more questions for you. One, give me the, your best workout you've ever programmed and your worst workout you've ever programmed. Okay,
0: so the best workout I've ever programmed is a, it's a birthday workout for uh, one of my members. So he happened to be turning 40 that year. And so we're like, hey, we're going to build this workout for you. It's it's going to be great. Um, This was, we were, what, two months into being open. So it was a brand new workout. And it's a uh, three rounds of nine push press, 13 deadlifts and then a 77 meter sled push. But the sled push is like 225 pounds for the guys and 155 pounds for the ladies. And 77 meters is a very long ways. They have the three rounds of it. This workout crushes people. The first round, they're like, all right, this is good. But by the time we get to the second round, people cannot move the sled anymore. They're just destroyed. They're like, legs are barely wobbling back into the gym. Um and, and it's it's so it's become a workout where people are like, oh, we got that coming up. Like that's it's it's like worse than murph. Um people are scared of it. They'd rather do Murph than coming and do that workout.
1: And it must be good enough that you repeat it now.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's an annual thing we do now, uh every year uh around his birthday. Um we do that. So like we still have that number.
1: And what about a workout that you were like, man, when I say worst not so much as grueling, not so much as hard, but like that escalated quickly.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of one where it's just like that got out of hand. And I think for this kind of part, I had had enough experience um, in the past because I've been doing CrossFit since 2012. Um, So I've been doing CrossFit for, what, five years before I opened my affiliate. Um, I had done enough exp- uh, workouts where it's like, yeah, that's a bad idea. Uh, we're going to stay away from that and learn from my mistakes to, to really avoid that for my members. But, um, a couple of them that ended up being like, oops, I probably shouldn't have done that were mile runs in the, and, and so like, it wasn't the only thing they did, but anything that involved kind of going out for a long mile run in or a long run in the uh summertime when it's dead summer 105 degrees out that was a mistake and that was like okay we need to not run that far during that temperature.
1: you know and that's and that's what i was referring to earlier where it's like whether it's snow or heat you know these people don't know what the and and you need to be willing as the box owner to make a change to that or like you learned be smarter about that all right last thing i did want to touch upon Another thing you've done really well at the box is you've incorporated a company that we discuss a lot, and that's WillPay. Why mm-hmm. did you decide to go with Why did you decide to go with WillPay?
0: Okay, so WillPay. I knew from day one the credit card companies were keeping
1: me alive,
0: and so my sole research, because I, I did research on every single um, uh, system out there for for crossfit affiliates, and I found the one with the cheapest credit card because I knew. That going in when I'm charging people, you know, 150 bucks a month, the credit card companies are always going to take 3% of it. Um, so I tried to find the one with the lowest fee. WillPay created my solution. I have been waiting years for this uh, for them to exist. Um, they you know give those fees to uh, to the consumer instead instead of um, us as a small business having to deal with that transaction fee that makes a huge difference in um, just being able to deliver more to our facility because we're not, we're not like Walmart. We don't, we can't just beat all the charges um, or chargebacks of information. When we make a calculation, um, you know, you refer to it as member math. You know, that's a, a, a decent idea. The members have no idea all the other expenses that we have to pay for or how much money goes towards taxes. And so it doesn't, it, does, it gives a, when we lose 3%, like, well, there, that's, I'm, now I'm already working with 97% of what I thought I was going to have um, right off the bat. And that's a problem. Um, but WillPay has made it so, or, you know, it will be, they're you know, gearing up and continuing to grow, uh, make it so that I'm going to be, my calculations will be 100% of what I expected. And that allows me to make better business decisions for, how we're going to grow, what we need to do, where we need to
1: focus. Uh, and so that's a huge help from them. Not to mention some of that's going to charity. You know, it's a, it's, it's yes. good for the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, it's great that it's helping the bottom line of the business and you're no longer just paying these credit card fees. And I think a lot of business owners, especially CrossFit owners, don't realize, hey, that, ad-, you know, 3% adds up right? If you're if you're a box that's grossing a $100,000, you know, which is not completely unreasonable in a month, mm-hmm. you know, that's $3,000. That's a full-time pay right there for a new employee yeah. So mm-hmm. definitely check it out. If you want more information on pay, hit us up. We're happy to do that as well as any information on Affiliate University. I want to remind the listeners, uh, we don't guarantee the same results Ryan had. There's a reason I had Ryan on, but the truth of the matter is I could have anybody on in our group and we would have positive things to discuss and, and lots of wins, you know, whether it's, you know, like Ryan 35 new members or for so many people just taking their first vacation. We've had people that have paid themselves for the first time. We've had people that, like I've said, just enjoy being at their business again. But Brian, if, if I were going to ask you as we wrap up to make a sales pitch for anyone listening, that's a box owner or potentially going to share this with a coach What would you say is the reason to join Affiliate University?
0: All right. So um, it's helped me refocus my efforts back to my current clients uh, as opposed to finding new ones. Um, My clients helped me build my clients into amazing people who are the people I want to be around. They're also the clients I want um, or they are willing to build or help be a part of the business. Um, So, you know, they want to... They want to participate in the things that I'm doing to help the business grow. And that's really what you have helped me with.
1: I love it. It's helped with retention. But I think, like I said, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I owned a business in around 2012, 13. I did not enjoy being at that business. I'd avoid it. You know, I I would, you know, put my time elsewhere. I wasn't trying to grow it. And it was my own fault you know, I did a lot of little things that Fern and I've discussed on previous episodes. So with affiliate university, our goal is always to teach you from the the lessons we've learned. And that was a big one for me. And I know if you're enjoying your members, you're enjoying your business. It's a matter of time before as coach Glassman would say, you know, you chase excellence and money's going to follow. If you, if you chase money, which a lot of these people try, excellence doesn't necessarily follow. So it's very enjoyable for me. I, you know, Fern and I talk quite often, and one of the things we remind ourselves of is how lucky we are to work with people like you and a lot of our other members. Just because it's fun, it's enjoyable. We, we ch- truly look forward to our conversations and having a great impact on on you guys, but also your members and and the greater CrossFit community. So, thanks for everything you do, Ryan. It's very it's very fun to watch your growth and. And you know, I'm just glad you're at a, at a box that's doing well that allows you to spend time with the family and take vacations.
0: Yep, love it. And uh, special thanks to you guys. That's, that's really what it comes down to. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour
1: of our day. See you next time.